This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's your girl Janelle, and I am the guest on this week's episode of the Kicks and Shit Show. What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby, episode 73 of the Kicks and Shit Show. You know, I cut that short because mainly I feel like people are still reliving or or or, or, or trying to function off of last night's lack of sleep given NBA basketball going to double overtime. And then forget about that for those of you like me who this is your job. After that game, you are then up watching the West Coast game, which doesn't finish till Lord knows what time. So, you know, I had to cut it short because, you know, your boy's tired. But anyway, Gabby, first question we must always ask, where in the world are you? <laughs> well, Gerard, I am at in beautiful Hoboken. <laughs> Feels great to be home. Um, I also thought we were cutting back on that bah, 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 just because you're ready to shake things up. Uh, no? You're right. You're right. You're right. I, I, I'd, already, see, I'd already forgotten. Already forgotten. It's okay, Gerard. We all have senior moments, some more frequently than others. But yes, that's okay. well, listen, some of us are old. It happens. And I know you're not referring to me. So. <laughs> um, but no, I'm. it feels great to be back in New York. I feel like I'm in a beautiful Airbnb. Mm, lovely. Beautiful is maybe an overstatement, but it <laughs> a, works. A, a lovely, a, a lovely Airbnb. I've been able to get ho- a parking on the street right outside where I'm staying. Wi-Fi working. Old place. Wi-Fi is amazing. It's nice and quiet. So you can um, like work and actually have calls and not get interrupted. Yeah, and it's a two bedroom, so I can sleep in either bedroom. It's very exciting wow. in these streets. Look at you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just felt nice being back. Like I got off the plane from the West Coast, and that crisp fall air that kind of hits you in the face mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. and then kind of hugs you after that. Mm-hmm. Very excited to be back because. As you know, Gerard, this mm. is the most exciting and active month for sports of mm-hmm. the year. Sure is, sure is. 
Baseball playoffs, NFL season's already four or five weeks in, NBA just tipped off, hockey chipped off about a, kicked off about a few weeks ago. Listen, it's it's there's a lot. All four major sports in North America are going at once. And tonight, actually, the night that we're recording this, you're having all four sports at once on television tonight. Thursday night football, uh, the Thursday night TNT games, playoff baseball, and of course, regular season hockey as well. It is what a time to be alive, as I the kids say. I was just going to say that, Gerard. <laughs> I knew. It's See, a beautiful that's, thing. That's how well I know you. So, look. Uh, Wait. Yes? Zach Morris, time out. Time out. Gerard, I know you mentioned that you've been busy with work, but what else is going on in these streets? I mean, NBA is back. NBA, yes, the NBA is back. You know this is my favorite league, favorite sport. So, you know, your boy is super excited. Lots of things in the works, you know, checking in on teams and players and GMs and sagas and what's happening. And it's just like, man, it's like we never left. It's like the off season was short, but, you know, we're back. I'm in the groove, you know, league passes fired up as always. I'm like, you know, but you got to it's tough, right? You got to like balance it, right? You can't just be doing like three games a night. It's like, all right, man, this is getting crazy. Like you got to. It is. Yes. So you must plan out well, right? So like we're recording tonight. There are uh, TNT. The, the, the national games are on tonight. You know, I'll probably watch a little bit of the first one. I'll probably take tonight off uh, for uh, tomorrow. Actually, I'm actually going to go out and do something social with some friends. I mean, nothing late. Wow. Let's, let's not get crazy. Just just some nice drinks to catch up with some folks. Nothing crazy. So I'll probably miss some hoops. To, but then Saturday, late night, going to be doing some hoops. And then Sunday, I'll be actually in person for the Nets home opener uh, you know, I'll check that out, see what's happening down there. So it's going to be, you know, I'm not doing, it's not going to be like how it was in the past where every, I'd be in an arena, maybe three nights a week. Like that's, we ain't, we ain't doing that. I'd say maybe once every, I don't know, 10, 12, 14 days, something like that. If you need a proxy, you let me know. <laughs> I, got you. I, I will say we did miss you at the, uh, the oh, yes. for the Knicks last yes. night. You, you, you and all the friends were there. Jenna, shouts to Jenna, my co-host of the Seven Footers Podcast. podcast. Mm-hmm. And you were, I like that cross promo. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so you guys were in MSG, the world's most famous arena last oh. night, wilding because the Knicks, well, the Knicks were really wilding. The Knicks were mixing last night. That's all I got to say. The Knicks were mixing. It was like the, to me, it was like the most quintessential Knicks home opener. And here's why. I have a lot of thoughts, right? So I think to your point, like we, it feels like the last season just ended. I mean, I'm rocking my We Here shirt from Mm -hmm. playoffs, Knicks. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still hyped from that. Mm -hmm. It feels like that was yesterday. I mean, things are weird. Time warp, fast Mm -hmm. forward three months later. Here we are. But I feel like, there were just so many interesting things, right? I feel like the Knicks fans are now more so out of the woodwork. So it's great to see the people. You can always tell, like, how good the Knicks are by what that celeb row looks like, right? Mm, so, like, all the celebs were out last night, I feel like. Everybody was out. The I usuals, got all the the, 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 the usuals first, down. right? Like Dustin and Spike, of course, the usuals, right? Were, were there. there. John Stewart, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um Pete Davidson snuck in with mm-hmm. some icy blonde hair. Okay, okay. Um, you know who was, I don't think, got much coverage? Oh. Mr. Dave Portnoy Barstool himself was in the building well, I mean, in Boston gear. I, I oh, mean, I know. I mean, as a celebrity, he ain't on the level of the people that we mentioned. <laughs> no, of course. But like, and shouts to Kendra Randall for looking so fucking phenomenal. <laughs> after that. Like, she is like a week old baby. And, and <laughs> was like strutting out there. Uh, former like for, former Nick David Lee and his wife, Caroline Wozniacki, David were there. Yes. 
Yep, I saw that as well. I mean, and I will say, you know, like, that's what I love about the Knicks is the loyalty that, like, this new team has brought around. That's something we haven't seen in a while. So it was really nice to see the camaraderie and, like, the gang kind of get back together, mm-hmm, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, and then ASAP Ferg was there. Mm-hmm. And I, I I totally thought he was going to jump in as a surprise performer on halftime. You know, like, IGGY was in full effect, you know. <laughs> Little Iggy Azalea at the half, you know. Doing it, <laughs> but it, it was a, it was a whole vibe. Let me tell you. Listen, and it's in, in Nick's true fashion, <laughs> it was you know, the game went to double right. overtime. Nick never did, said the Knicks are boring. Nick Nick did in fact win it, and you know it, what I find so funny is, and again it's whatever. It, it's just the the fervor at which I mean Nick's fans like I mean guys, it is game one of eighty two. You got eighty one more of these to go. The sound in there was like it was playoff atmosphere. I was like, guys. I loved like, it. And, and, again, and this is not like judgment. It's just more like, you know, the Knicks fans like really. And I think so much of it is the high off of last year and the team now having a team that you can root for and feel good about. Right. You know, every night your team's going to compete hard. Right. You know that you got players you can believe in. You got a coach you can believe in. You have to give a front office you can believe in. So I think like. All of that has brought the because Nick fans are always there, but the maybe the, the, the sound of the garden has not been the same in recent years. But last year, back and now this year again, back. So exciting times for Nick fans. Enjoy. I think so, and I, I but I think there's more to it than that, right? Like I feel like New York really went through it, you know, during yeah, COVID sure. times. Not that other places did not. It just was a different vibe in New York, you know everyone being so packed. It's like we needed some kind of win in the city. So, and I think Brooklyn added to that too, having a great season last year. I don't think that was exclusive to the Knicks, but it was like a reason to believe in something again, right? And you know, I've said this before. I think basketball is better when New York basketball is better. Sure. And sure. I, I'm not, and I say that New York basketball. Look at you, look at you giving Brooklyn a up. Fan. I feel like I'm, I'm thrown up a little bit, not just saying Knicks basketball, but obviously, you know, who we're rocking. But anyway, um, but I do think like it, it, there's a different energy. There's something about playing there. I think that the the staff, like all the changes that the organization has made have been really great. But I think like, like just even seeing the transformation with Julius Randle mm-hmm. coming back off the off season, like he had a great game yesterday. And I know that was a concern after like going from no fans to this crazy noise. Like mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. showed, I can show up and really rock it out. Like he, I feel like he really stepped up as the leader of this team. And so that was really beautiful to see. I think like Knicks fans, to your point, like, we haven't had a good team in a long time. So to have something to believe in, to come, to show up after this pandemic, after this crazy year that everybody has had, like that in itself is a win. I don't, I think some of it is like carryover from the playoffs, but like just the way that people were on the streets, I totally agree with you. It had big playoff energy <laughs> for game one. I was like, like I was like, man, I'm here for all of I was like, life. y'all are wilding. I mean, granted, the game was exciting. Double OT, Knicks were up, what, like six with like a minute and change to go and then Boston just oh, like went bonkers. And that three, I was like, hey, look at Boston coming back. No, no, it was, oh, I mean, another celebrity who was there, we should shout out. I mean, course she was there supporting her husband new head coach of the boston celtics Ime Udoka, nia long front and center um yep. there as well so no it look nba is back it is the most exciting league uh in, in my opinion um and it's just great to have it back and all the excitement going on and you know no doubt we'll be talking about it for sure we'll be talking about the kicks and the different things that we're seeing on court the fits and more but gabby we have a special guest coming up 
uh, a sports fan, a sneakerhead, an entrepreneur. I'm really excited to uh, talk to this guest. Everybody stay tuned. What's good, y'all? We are back. Gabby, we are not alone. We are joined by sneakerhead, Knicks and Giants fan, entrepreneur, Janelle Williams. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? I'm doing well. We cannot complain. Uh, Janelle, you are the founder, CEO of a candle company. So candles are a very interesting thing. Um, I feel like there are people who like... I mean, candles are like, that's their thing. And when it's, I mean, they, I mean, it's, it's a vibe and they, you know, they're heavy in the candle game, right? So how did you, how, where, <laughs> Gabby's like, like me? Yes. Actually, yep. yes, Gabby, I did get a gift from you that was in fact a candle. Um, <laughs> how did, where, where did the love of candles come from? Where did candles come from as an idea for you to start a business? Um, so I've always loved like scents. When I was growing up, my mother and my grandmother would always have some type of a scent within the house. Um, so that's why I just liked fragrance. Mm-hmm. And when I moved out, I liked to can- My mom gets me a candle and I always lit it at night. It would help me like not miss home so much. And then I just kind of fell in love with like the aesthetic because I'm like, an undercover pyro. I love pyro. <laughs> so <laughs> just the aesthetics of it all. And then as I, you know, researched and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, there's like a lot of candles or whatever. So then I wanted to start my own business because I wanted some extra income because I am a teacher and I wanted to uh, purchase some items for my students. And I'm like, okay, well, what can I do that I would enjoy doing as well as, you know, using, you know, using it to help me out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, candles, duh. And, I'm, <laughs> and then I literally spent my entire winter break. We had two weeks off. I spent the entire break researching candles. Um, I would stay up to like two, three in the morning until my computer died and just researching how to make it and all of those things. And then literally three months after that, I launched my business. It's lit. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Two, two, two on the nose, Gabby. Two on the nose. Ready to uh, I do. Uh, I do. Well, speaking of the nose, you mentioned uh, you got gifted a candle by your mom and scents. Like, so, I mean, our olfactory senses are like among our most powerful senses, right? Because it not only, it triggers memory, right? Like that's, <laughs> so, and, and so when you were researching, is that something you like tapped into and you're like, oh, this is really, because people love like, because you know, for me, the holiday time, specifically the smell of baking chocolate chip cookies, literally takes me back to being a young kid, Thanksgiving, Christmas time. Like it's every, it happens every time. It is automatic. You start when you were researching. Is that stuff that you you focused on and keyed in on? For sure, especially with the scents. I always wanted to give like this nostalgic feel. Um, so a lot of my candle names and the fragrances that are assigned to them, they provide that experience for me and i wanted to share that with my customers um so under each description it kind of gives like an idea as to why i picked that scent and what it reminds me of and things of that nature because i i i love nostalgia like anytime i see something that takes me back whether it's 10 years 15 years three days ago like i really like that feeling so i wanted to provide my customers with that feel and connect with me as well. Nostalgia is powerful. Mm-hmm. It really is. And I think, Gerard, you know, I like that you mentioned about nostalgia, but also like 
sense is really just like set a mood. It takes you back, like in the way that we had, um, we had DJ, we've had DJ guests on who've talked about like creating an ambiance, a vibe. Like there's something about candles and fragrance that really does that. And I think, you know, Janelle, you do such a great job making it yeah. tangible and understandable and relatable. Because I think like everyone's like, I have a top note of. Bergamot, Fiddler's like, Elbow, and like Fiddler's Elbow. Wait, that's 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 a that's a thing. That's a that's an actual place. Fiddler's Elbow. Like. But you know what I mean? Like I don't know what the hell Fiddler's Elbow smells like. Like what what is that? And I love the way that you use like you just make it relatable and easy to understand, like in the best way. So I say that because I also love the way that you name your candles. We actually were talking about this at the Knicks game last night. Yes. And one of, guys, one of the girls was like, what scent do I need? I go, respect the beard. And she was like, what do you mean? And Drew chimed in and was like, yeah, respect the beard. And she's like, it's because you have a beard. I'm like, no, but it's because the way that the scents take you to a certain place, right? Like yes. I have different candles for different moods, but I'd love for you to talk more about kind of like the inspiration and, and how you channel that process of naming from the scents. Sure. So uh, when I was looking up fragrances, I kind of had an idea of what I wanted, but I really didn't because honestly, there are a lot of scents that I just don't like. I'm very like I stick to stick to what I know. And with the candle business, I'm like, I have to come out of my comfort zone because it's not about me. It's about the customers. So um, one candle in particular, um, I for some reason, I just wanted like this citrusy scent and when I was researching I was like oh I can make it like a mimosa and the fondest moments not fondest but (laughs) one of the memories that I had of mimosas was when I went to like a brunch I love you know I love brunch I love mimosas and I ended up texting an ex of mine that I shouldn't have texted and you know when you text people you're not supposed to text it puts you in a world of trouble And so whenever I think of mimosas, I think about that text. So I named the candle, Don't Text Him, because it it really was like my actual life. Like, I did not need to text him. And, you know, it just, it made things in my life go a little less. So, like, that's just one example of, um, you know, one of the scents that I have. And as Gabby said, I do have a candle called Respect the Beard. And that candle at the time... Um, I was dating a guy, and I have like tried this fragrance. I'm like, do you like it? Like, tell me what you what you think about it. He's like, oh, I love this. And one of the things that I liked about him was his beard, amongst other things, obviously. I'm not <laughs> and <laughs> and so I was like, oh, like I can definitely name this candle like after him in a sense. So I guess that's terrible to say because we're no longer together, but. You know, it's all good. good. But it was a moment in time, right? It's still like it brings right. back it's, that it's, memory and that nostalgia. A memory about that moment. So <laughs> I wanted to name the candle um, Respect the Beard. So. A moment in and time. And then um, another one, a candle that I no longer have anymore, but it was called uh, Post Parent Conferences. And it was a lavender scent. And my one of my coworkers who turned into one of my close friends um, is a teacher as well. And we always we're always venting about like our teacher woes and you know the struggles of just being in education and, and especially now with COVID. And so I wanted to dedicate that candle to her because she loves lavender and she's a teacher. So I named it post parent conferences. Love like, it. Very calming. calming sense. Sense. And mm-hmm. After parent teacher mm-hmm. conferences, it's like gotta calm down. Need a moose. 
Um, are you, is there something in front of you that like you're clicking? I think I'm, I'm hearing like background noise from like your, oh, you know, something. It could, oh, it's my bracelet. Okay. Yeah. Something, something's banging into something. I'm like, what is that? Um, All right, it's a family show. Let's let's not talk about banging. Uh, see, you see, you see how that's that's how you do. Always going somewhere where it doesn't need to go, Gabby. If you're, if you're gonna give me a lamb, I'm gonna take that shot. I every know time. every time. Okay. I'm like the Boston Celtics. I will make. That oh shot. Lord, here Especially we go. We'll, we we time. we will get to that in a bit. Um, <laughs> Janelle, like, so what's the candle making process like? Um. Okay. So basically, what I use, I use soy wax because I'm like if I'm going to do candles I want to make it you know healthy the healthier option so paraffin has a lot of toxins in it and it just creates a lot more work for the consumer um so it starts off as like flakes and I have to melt the flakes down to the right temperature I have to add my oils to make the fragrance I have to wick the jars hand wick the jars mm. clean the jars mm. pour the wax in Set the wig so that way the wig is not crooked. Cut the wig once it's you know dry. <laughs> Label box. You know it's it's about a I would say about a two hour process. And at this point, I could probably get around thirty candles in two hours. Wow. So you know it's not a lot. So when I do have a lot of candles, I need to make it does become a little time consuming. Mm. So it's wow. my my five, I call it my five to ten after my nine to five. But what I like about it though is that it is your side hustle is something you are already passionate about. And so many people that we have as guests on here, that's always the thing. It's like, oh, what you do looks so amazing, blah, blah, blah. I'd love to do that. And it's like, well, don't try to just do the thing that someone else is doing that looks amazing. Right. It's always born out of something we're already passionate about, right? Like, and that's the thing. You can't fake that piece of it, right? Because to your point, let's say you had a day and those, and the little, I was going to call them little monsters. <laughs> the little monsters. Um, they're not. They're not monsters. Um, the, the little children give her a trying day and, she, and you get home and you are just like wiped. The last thing you want to do is now work again, right? But because Absolutely. it's something I'm already passionate about, I don't see it as work, right? So I feel like right. that that's important to, to so give someone out there who's listening like a little piece of what that means to you and how to like look at passions. So I would definitely say um, you have to really, really love what you're doing because you don't want it to be work. And there are days where I'm tired or I'm frustrated or you know something just didn't go right. And I use that time with my candles to wind down. I put on some music. I don't I don't like candles because the fragrances get all mixed up, mm -hmm. but I put on my music and I think of the bigger purpose of why I'm doing it. It's it, at this point it's beyond me and so I have to constantly remind myself that it's okay to have a tough day, but never forget the reason why you're doing it. And sometimes you have to sit back and find and find that purpose again. Uh because like for me, like back Friday, I was overjoyed and overwhelmed at the same time with the response that I received with orders. But once I got everything shipped out and with delays and the holidays, I was ready to call it quits. Um, it was just before Christmas and I was like, you know what? I think I, once I sell out, I think this is going to be it. And I took about, about a month off. I didn't, I didn't post anything. I didn't create anything. Because I was, I was, I was a little frustrated, and mm -hmm. but it was a frustration that came from support. 
so because I had sold out of everything and I got everything out on my own and I had to really deep down think about like why are you doing this like what what was your reason I'm two months away from my one year anniversary and I'm ready to quit so I really had to like dig in and I really just think that people should just remember the why and the who it's for because sometimes it's really not for us it's for someone else and you never know who you're inspiring so don't give up it's okay to slow down it's okay to take a break it's okay to reset but always find your reason to keep pushing through love that big piece right like there's a lot to unpack here talking about the why I think is so important and it's what connects us to basketball like our love for the Knicks the why what you do for work your purpose both in your nine to five and your five to ten right it's like why we are the way that we are but I also think that there's something really beautiful about like the routine right like this Netflix documentaries Jiro Dreams of Sushi talks all about that being the art form right so like this is how you wind down. It's your break is actually your side hustle. So I think that's something that's really amazing and really beautiful. Um, and I'd love to know like a little bit more, just like what that really means in terms of like how carrying that over to the rest of your life. Like, does it, is it something that bleeds beyond your five to 10? So I actually get this question a lot. Um, and when I first started, you, could never tell me it was going to be a business. I was like, I was going to make 30 candles and I was going to go on my day. <laughs> and, um, but now that I see the response that I get, the feedback that I get and the fun that I have with creating and expanding the business, I could definitely see like a brick and mortar situation. I did it before because I never wanted, to, I would never wanted it to retire me. I love what I do. I genuinely love being a teacher. I love my students. I love seeing them every day, even even when they are trying me. <laughs> um, I never wanted it to to supersede that. However, I'm not going to hinder the success. If that's the direction that it's taking, I I feel like I can figure out a way to have both, where my my customers, who I consider family, you know, they still have they still have the experience and they can still receive the products, but I can still do what I love. So I figure like a brick and mortar where I don't necessarily have to be there mm -hmm. in order for it to to be ran. As mm -hmm. long as I put the right um, things in place and get the support that I need, I feel like I can I can maintain both. And even if it's a brick and mortar that's only open on the weekends or you know, or something like that, or during the summertime when I'm free, you know, I feel like I can figure out a way to do that. And if not, then my other option would to be do like pop-ups, just do pop-ups all the time. So that way people can come to me, I can come to them. So there's still access, there's still ways. Cause I definitely still want to keep the, the e-commerce website open for sure. But just to have, you know, my Kindles and other products kind of be pushed into everyone's home in, in different manners. Uh, how important is it for you to be a black woman entrepreneur? And what is, what is the significance of that? Um, I definitely take pride in that, especially with a lot that was happening last year with the, you know, with the, 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 the social injustice and injustice and everything like that. Um, I'm very proud. I feel like a lot of people do look up to me. I have had a lot of people reach out to me like, you know, how how do you keep pushing through when you're fighting these major corporations that aren't led by us? 
And I kind of just, I just stick to what I know. I do what feels right to me. I make it more personable to me. And I allow, I don't like my customers to feel like they're just that. I, you know, I try to create personal relationships with them. Like I, like I said, I call them, consider them my family. And um, I just, I don't know. I just kind of. I'm just me, you know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and as crazy as that sounds, like I try to, I try to cater to everyone. I do have, I did make candles dedicated to black men. I named them black and I named them king. And that was, and I used the pros, 50% of the proceeds from those candles and I donated back to some social um, justice uh, organizations mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because um, for like bail, Mm -hmm. money mm -hmm. um you know different type of reforms and things like that because you know I, I like i said i am a black woman entrepreneur but i feel like there is a window for uh black women and i'm just glad that i have my foot in the door i'm not saying that you know i have it all figured out because i don't there's still a lot for me to learn but i'm just glad that i have this opportunity because there can be a young girl that looks just like me and is like, oh, she did it, so mm -hmm. I know I can do it. Because that's what I did. There were, there's been a lot of black women entrepreneurs that I saw. I'm like, wow, like they're really like popular. Like mm -hmm. people love their products. Like people love them. I'm like, well, if they can do it, I know I can do it. Mm -hmm. So I use I use other women as well to motivate me. But I feel like you know I'm just proud. Honestly, I. The response that I've received from my candles, it blows me away. Like every time someone's like, Oh, I love it, I'm like, Really? Like, it, it makes me excited. So I'm just happy, honestly, just to be here. I love that. Oh, I have to ask. You have so many amazing scents. I know which ones I love. I mean, I feel like <laughs> the scents that you have that I, I, I joke and I think I told you this when I first bought a few of them, I was like, This is like my dating life. Don't text him. <laughs> Uh, black with a berry, respect the beard, and then just black. So, Gabby, you <laughs> wilding right now. I, I think the self awareness, right, girl? Like, and the, the set, I also like them because all of those fragrances are so different and so distinct. Like your your candle, like the one that literally says it's black, and it's in this beautiful black glass votive jar. To me, I'm like, this is the guy that I want to date. This is what he's going to smell like. It's like, I'm here to this right now every time I light this candle. It's amazing. But I'd love to know, like, what scents are your favorite from your collection? Ooh. Um, 1989, definitely, is my, my, one of my favorites. It's probably, it's, that was the first candle that I knew I wanted because I purchased, that was the scent that my mom gifted me mm. when I moved in 1989, the year that I was born. So I'm like, that mm -hmm. is my first, my first fave. And cuddle me, please. I love cuddle me, please. It's so soft, but like still rich enough where you know it does its job. I actually dropped some of the oil when I was bringing it. I live in an apartment building, and I dropped some of it in the hallway, and I cleaned it up. And I went back today, and it's still like the scent is like taking over the the hallway and i'm like oh my god this smells amazing so <laughs> i kind of want to put like i want to put like a sticky note like if you like yes. this let me know <laughs> please yeah um, bring on this apartment if you yeah, want to buy yeah. this scent forever Absolutely. best marketing plan ever yeah Absolutely. accidental yeah, it's the best way uh-huh and um i would say my third favorite of all time probably uh black of the berry and 
that candle I named, I love the movie Friday. <laughs> the classic one. <laughs> I have had a crush on Chris Tucker since I was in my teens. And, you know, one of the lines he says, you know, you know, Blackberry, um, sweeter than, no, the... Well, he he, he, he he messes it up. He says the older the berry, the sweeter the juice. But and Craig goes, juice. it's the yeah. black of the berry. Yeah, well, she... And, exactly. And... <laughs> so I remember when I was testing that candle, Friday was on. And when I heard it, and then in the candle has raspberry, has vanilla, and I'm like, berry, black of the berry. I'm like, that's it. So another nostalgic moment. But I would say those three, for sure. 1989, Cuddle Me Please, and Black of the Berry are like my top. Three. I burn those all the time in here. I love that. <laughs> Gabby, that's like, you're I like, yes, to, my dating life. No, no, no. I'm like thinking. <laughs> I have to ask, though. So, in addition to candles, obviously, we talk a lot about our love for sports, for the Giants and Knicks. <laughs> Is there a Knicks candle in our future? Oh! I'm not even going to lie. I really wanted to make one for opening night, but I, I, I did. I had a whole plan. Like, I had a vision. Mm. It's sense, not too late. Sense can, of the I garden, can, right? Like that kind of like overtime. Yeah, over, like call it overtime. Double double overtime. So we we don't want to get any uh, licensing issues with <laughs> overtime media. <laughs> um, but I do. I definitely do want to make one for basketball season and football season. Um, it might be like a super limited edition. Yeah. You know. Yeah, like that. But I'll it's it's definitely in the works. I had been thinking about it for a while. But like you know, you know, like everything else, time flies. And next thing I knew, you know, the season was starting. I'm like, wait, I didn't get a chance to do it yet. <laughs> but for sure. All right. So you you are a Giants Knicks fan because you are a New Yorker. Um, so we're going to talk about sneakers, obviously, because you know sneakers are what's why we're here in so many ways. When did Absolutely. you fall in love with sneakers? I fell in love with sneakers. My oldest memory, elementary school. I grew very fast. My feet grew very fast. <laughs> and so I wore a size nine in the fifth grade. Wow. And yeah, I was, I grew, my feet grew, and then I stopped. Like, I reached my peak at, I think, probably like eighth or ninth grade. And I remember going to the sneaker store, and because my mom was like, your feet are just really growing too big. Like, this is crazy. And we went to the sneaker store, and I actually met Grant Hill. He was doing a <laughs> sneaker style in the store. And I'm like, Grant Hill? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I want to go now. Yes, so, please. Like, I just remember going to the get sneakers in the sneaker store with a basketball player. And that's like my oldest memory. But um, it wasn't until I probably got to about seventh or eighth grade and I joined the basketball team and everybody had cool sneakers. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, what are these? Like, what's that? I, I want those. And I remember asking my mom, and I said, Mom, I don't want anything else. I don't want clothes. I don't want anything. I just want sneakers. And she said, okay, if that's what you want. I I, everything else, it didn't matter. I wouldn't ask for anything but sneakers. Yo, see, and parents are so good at that, right? Like, okay, you said it. You mm -hmm. don't want, uh, all right, right. Then, then. That's no more clothes. Sorry, that, your pants are that's too That's what short. it's going to be. Elf, you said no clothes. I like, want all the turtleneck. With sneakers, because I love that. This is, this is what you want: is sneakers, right? You want these hundred dollar back then, it was about hundred dollars. Right. Now mm -hmm. they're almost three. But oh. so you want that? All right, oh. this is what I'm gonna buy. So I was wearing turtleneck and corduroy. I love it. I love it. With Jordan, by the way, turtleneck. <laughs> don't listen. Corduroy, by the way, fire. 
as our turtleneck. So let's, you know. Yeah, now. <laughs> not, that, not the early 2000s. Now, absolutely. He said that. Back then, mm, that was the vibe. I mean, I, I, I was wearing it in the 80s. Let's just, I'll, I'll keep it a buck. It's, it was cool. It was cool. That's, that's what I right. was doing. <laughs> And then it faded out. And then it came out. <laughs> you know how that goes. But now we're back. So did you have uh, Grand Hills, the Filas? I did not. I was like, how you gonna how you gonna go to see Grant at a store and not get his shoes, man? It was an ac- it was an accident. <laughs> I, I wasn't even going for him. I was going to get because because our feet were too big. Um, and I'm I'm pretty sure my mother probably was just like, yeah, no, this is what we came for. She was very adamant, like. This is what we came for. This, this is what we're we going home. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. Absolutely. So what, what were some fresh pairs you used to rock back in the day when you were hooping and all Ooh. that? <laughs> well, okay. Well, I played ball. So we had a lot of Team Jordan sneakers, obviously. But I remember um, I wanted the Carmelos. Mm. It was a Carmelo Jordan sneaker. It was blue and white with some yellow stitching. Yep, and that it was had, like Devin Nuggets colorway. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was a, I'm still a huge Mellow fan, and I remember those. I would play ball in those, and then I had a, I had I had a collection. So I had ones, threes, fours, fives. I never had a pair of sixes, and I regret that to my day to this day. <laughs> I never had a pair of sixes, and I never had a pair of nineteens. But I didn't want nineteen. Okay, all right. But fair enough. I had, I had, I had just about every joint. Twos, absolutely. <laughs> I had the I had the navy blue with the sky blue. I had the black, gray, and white ones. Okay. Those were the ones I remember that I have for sure. Because I, I have a picture in the navy blue. Okay, look white at one. you. Look at you. <laughs> like I was into it before the off-whites came out, y'all. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, what is your favorite silhouette today? I know that we talk a lot about Jordans, like what we're wearing at the games, who's got what on, but what's my your favorite, favorite? My favorite sneaker? Yeah. I'm all about comfort sure now. So. so I have a pair of Air Max, Air Max Plus. And, but the ones that are hybrid with the, um, the Vapor Max. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I was gonna say the bubble. Yes, the vapor bag. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wear that. I have a worm today. Those are my favorite. Comfort. comfort. The, the comfort, but they they're also just fly. Like the colorways that they come in, they have like uh, I have the all black ones. They have they have red. They had yellow. They had like this multicolor one. They had a color that they only had in Europe. And when my best friend was in Europe, I was like, see if they have my size. They didn't have my size because they only made it out there. Mm. But for sure, now at this age, absolutely, those are like my favorite um, sneakers. I just like the way they look. Um, they're and they're just super comfortable. I like yeah. it. All right, mm-hmm. n- n- now is the obligatory time where I give you the opportunity to tell me why your New York Knicks are going to go back to the playoffs this year and why you are potentially going to advance further than you did last season. I feel like last year was an introduction to the new team. We had a new coach, we had new players, we had players um, come back, and we were kind of getting the feel of things. And it kind of worked out in our favor. With no fans, they were able to just concentrate on their craft. Now, making it to the playoffs after we hadn't made it in, what, eight years, I believe, or something like that. Um, This year, 
it's like, okay, we did that. Now we're going to go further. We have returning players. We have new players again, but we also have a lot of, we have good leadership. Tibbs is an amazing coach. Like, let's just, when I heard that he was going to be our coach, I was like, you know what? I I trust him. You know, <laughs> other times I'm like, I, I don't really know how this is going to go. But with Tibbs, I trust him. And I feel like with leaders like Derek Rose, you have um, a vet in the game at this point, Kemba Walker. He's an amazing point guard. You know, we just hope that he stays healthy, you know. Um, Julius Randolph, I feel like he has a lot to prove. He he carried the team on his back last year. And, you know, there was a lot of us that felt like, you know, he let us down. But I don't know if he let us down. I feel like the circumstances changed. We had fans come back. And it was a high-pressure. It's the playoffs, baby. Playoffs. It's a different game. It was hard yeah. to there was a fan. It was so loud that, like, it was shocking, yeah, you know? It, was- it, is, it is a different game. It is. And I just feel like they want to prove not only to – us but to themselves that we are more than what people expect us to be and i feel like if the chemistry stays stays well um they allow leaders to lead and to facilitate how to move the ball and just stay true to themselves don't try to play anybody else's game stay true to your role if you know if you're not if you're not good at iso don't iso if you're not you know if you're not a three-point shooter don't shoot it if you <laughs> Stick to your role. And I feel like if they do that, then we can definitely go far. Like, I can definitely see us coming out of the East. People may say I'm crazy. I could see it. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. Right, but you can see it. You, you know, you see a path that it. it can happen. Absolutely. Double overtime. I feel they you. were fatigued, but they didn't. They never stopped fighting. They didn't fighting. quit. All right. That's true. All right. Quit. Sometimes it's hard. Come on. All right. Um, so, are the Knicks the best basketball team in New York? Oh, I love this question. Okay, based on what? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever criteria you want to use. Whatever criteria you want to use. I would say hard. I would say we are. Because if you look at what's happening in Brooklyn, you have Kyrie, you have Harden, you have KD. And look at Kyrie. He makes he made his personal choices about what he wants to do with his body. That's absolutely on him. He thought about what he needed to do. Did he neglect his team in a sense? Yes. That's, that's my personal opinion. I like Kyrie. I stand, stand, I stand by believing, doing what you believe for you. However. The Knicks, I feel like, <laughs> right, however, the Knicks, I feel like we're becoming one. We're becoming a family. And over at Brooklyn, you have KD is as an entity. You have James Harden as an entity. Can they work together? I don't know. They, they were, there was a lot of injuries last year. Mm-hmm. So we don't even know what really could have happened. They lost they lost um, to the Bucks by a toe on the, on the line. <laughs> Indeed. You know? Indeed. So do, do we really know what could have happened if they were all healthy at the same time? We don't know. And, you know, unless it happens, we're, we're not going to see it because Kyrie's not even going to be playing. So in my opinion, I think the Knicks are better. I like it. See, look at that. Sound reason, sound reasonable, right? A fan, she's a fan, so you know she's she's showing that, but she's not being irrational about it. She's like, here's what I feel. Here's my reasoned approach about it. I can appreciate that. All right, folks, stay tuned because coming up next, America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by Another Lane, and I have a feeling Janelle's gonna have some heat for y'all. So stay tuned.
<laughs> we are back, y'all, and you know what time it is. America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by Another Lane, the premier digital marketplace for dope kicks. Man, Adina and Chad, Sneaker Galactus and Mrs. Sneaker Galactus, <laughs> are lighting it up out there. Guys, if you are into sneakers, sneaker culture, and you want to just, you want to be around like-minded people, you want to get an education, get yourself on anotherlane.com. Okay, now, this is Shoe and Tell. So, Janelle, it's all you. You show us a shoe. Tell us why you like it, you know, and why it matters to you. Right, so we'll start with Miss Face Gems. (laughs) Gabby's, one of Gabby's favorites. Favorite yet. It almost killed me. (laughs) That's true. Oh, gosh. Well, I like the Space Gems because, um, number one, Space Gems, a great movie. Like, I just, I'm all about nostalgia again. (laughs) And I just love, I love the 11s, like, in general. I really, really, I wanted the breads since I was in seventh grade. And I was never able to get them. So this was like a happy medium for me. So when they finally re-released, probably for the third time, I was like, nope, I'm, I'm getting them. I'm getting them. So these definitely for sure. Love it. Um, do I go to the next one? Oh, yeah. You keep, you, this is you. Yeah. You, oh. run, you run the show. So then we have... This was my... I think it was like right before quarantine hit. I believe they dropped. And I bought them in two colorways. I bought them. I should have got all three. I, was trying, I wasn't trying to be overzealous. I got two. I got the rose gold and I got the silver. Um, I just, I've always liked Air Max, period. And I remember the Air Max 90s. I remember them in all white. And I always wanted a pair. And I just, I never got them. And I don't know why. Because I worked at a finish line for three years. And I never got them. But I really wanted them in silver because I have the 97s in silver. Mm. And they're mm-hmm. too small. Okay. So mm-hmm. I can only wear them when I'm not when I'm not walking, and these <laughs> were to happily replace those so I can wear them when I'm actually walking. Got you. But I like those. They fly too. Out to dinner sneakers if they're too small. <laughs> out to <laughs> dinner <laughs> sneakers. You go out to dinner. You look pretty while you walk. I was gonna to say, the table, yeah, you you you, you, you get a. I'm gonna say you get a cab or whatever because you ain't trying to walk nowhere with those things on. <laughs> That's a fact. Especially when your toe is just tapping the top. Like, I even took the sole out. That's how I was like, I'm wearing these shoes. I took the sole out. That's how desperate I was. Yep. Um, yeah. Next, I have oh, oh. My, my Gatorade. My Gatorade ones. And I really liked these um, because they were orange, honestly. Um, I, I'm a huge Knicks fan, obviously. And I just liked how it was just all one color mm-hmm. and Not i remember they had it in lime they had it in like blue they had them purple but it was just something about the orange and so i was like yeah like let's just do it you know i and it came a little towel came like green laces okay like, these are mine like, <laughs> and then my last but absolutely not least one of okay my fave faves wow. um air max og air max plus ogs um I feel like these came out, I think, in like '98, and my uncle had these. Okay. And I, I, going back to the memories, <laughs> um, when they re-released them, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I remember, like I never had it, but I really, really liked them. 
And blue is my favorite color, which is blue so and on orange, brand. Knicks, blue, my, Giants, you know, Giants, I got, that, eh, I got I, you. It's so on brand for me. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I definitely needed to get these. And I got these again in orange. The orange with the, the yellow. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I, great yeah. shoe. You know, I'm so predictable. <laughs> no, you're consistent, not predictable. But when you're at the garden, okay. you, you're looking fresh, right? You matched, you got all your Knicks oh, gear, and you're like... <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I got to make sure. Um, but you know, it, it's crazy because I was I, I was a, I was an even bigger uh, sneakerhead back in the day. And when I was graduating high school, I told myself, you know, you're going to become more feminine. I gave away all of my Jordans. Wow. Air Maxes. Gave them away? Gave for free. I, I didn't sell them. I had the I had Cardinals. Wow. I had um, what was the six rings, seven rings, mm -hmm. six rings, mm -hmm. six rings. Six rings. Mm -hmm. Um, I had breads, gave them away. Wow, for no cost because that was just it was just like a. I was trying to like level up my life. Like, yeah, and you know. I, I didn't want money. I didn't want money for it. Like I wasn't level doing it for monetary reasons. <laughs> and I could really shoot myself in the foot at this point because I had to. I had to start over from scratch. Yeah, and my Space Jams actually were the first sneaker that I purchased when I was trying to be to get back in the game. I see that, and so is what it yeah, is. I have that's what everybody remembers though. That first sneaker that brought him back. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you know I'm trying. I'm taking L's left and right on you know Preach, on sneakers app, but you know we're gonna, we're gonna prevail. You're, you're, you're gonna, gonna be prevail. all right. Listen, listen, everybody's yeah. doing that. Janelle, this is great. We love talking to you. Tell the people where they can find you, Candle Company, and all that stuff. Okay, well, um, you can. My Candle Company is Light the Candle Co. Um, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on um, Facebook. You can find me on my website, lightthecandleco.com. If you want to follow me, I am Nick Giants underscore on Instagram. And I would love to chop it up with you guys, you know? We appreciate having you. And, folks. Thank you for joining us as always. As you know, we are part of that Count the Dings family. You can find us on the Bomb Podcast feed with the original Bomb Show, Woke Bros, Rap Names, Growing Up the Same. Hey, man, we're all there. And we are at Kicks and Shit Show on all social media platforms. Until next time, peace.